Hello and welcome to Miked in Bed. I'm Josh. I'm Jasmine. And we are kicking off season two after a week-long break. I won't say vacation because uh, we don't tend to do those very often. Do people with kids have vacations or they just call them trips? I think they call them trips. <laughs> Because it's not really a vacation if your kids are with you, right? I guess, like, once trip. they get old, is it a, like, is it a vacation once you get older? Because the kids a, are older. Trip has a bad connotation. No, yeah, like, well, go on trips. When I think of a trip, I think of falling. What? Yeah, well, like, the, you know, when I think of vacation, like, there's nothing negative. There's no synonym or alternate use that's negative with vacation. With trip, it's like, I took a trip, I had a bad trip. There's and what else do people call it then? Getaways? Sure. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I assume they become vacations once your kids are like old enough to like process know what's going on. Yeah. And that's enjoy fair. it, maybe. That's I fair. feel like when they're really young, they're just like, Where are we? Where are my free snacks? <laughs> yes. Well, and we have two kids that are very accustomed to their routines. And yeah. that's a good thing. Most of the time. Most but. of the time it's good. I mean, there are some times where you're just like, it's okay to not do something that we always do. But yeah, that usually only happens when we do have to go on a trip where we do something that takes longer than normal. And it like knocks them off the schedule by like 30 minutes. It's like all hell breaks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, I'll start by asking how were the past two weeks for you? I mean, they were okay. I feel like the like this the end of this week has been all right. It's been fine. The week before, I think, was quite brutal because um, yeah. we had a teething baby. She was getting what three teeth at the same time. Yes. <laughs> so that was a little rough. Um, mainly for her because not like I had to fill the teeth coming through. It was rougher for her than I think it was for everyone else in the house. But um, that means she was a little cranky. She was a little cranky. Was not friendly. Yeah. <laughs> so... And normally she is. That's the thing. Yeah. You could was... usually tell when something's wrong with her because. She was cranky and she wanted mama. Yeah. All the time. Which still created mama, issues by the way. with the oldest one. Yeah. So <laughs> it was just a very emotionally charged week for the, the kiddos. And I feel like they were, for the most part, fine this previous Like they were fine this yeah. week. But they had a better week this week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, in terms of the kids, it was fine. It's same old, same old teething, being upset, wanting fruit snacks for every meal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what you would normally hear, I guess. Like, it, it was an it was an okay past two weeks with the kids. Like, they were fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, everything else with me, I feel like it was all right. I'm going through a lot as a newer mom with, like, being married and having kids and all of that happening well not the marriage part but having kids and that happening during a global pandemic mm -hmm. moving back and just all of that i think has really messed with like my identity and how i perceive myself and so i've been going through a lot with that um yeah trying to who am i kind of situation <laughs> is there like a vision you have in your head for yourself that you're not happy with in relation to your current 
I think it's just the line, and this is probably, probably should talked about this in the last one, which was like mental health. But no, it's, I think it's just a lot happening, right? Because I am a mom and I'm happy and very proud to be a mom because I know there's people out there who want to be moms and they can't be or it's difficult for them. So I'm very happy that I'm a mom and I have these two wonderful children. But right now, that's all I feel like I am. And that kind of sucks. Like, it doesn't suck because I do love my kids, but it kind of sucks in the sense that that's, like, like, that's the only part of me that I think people know right now, um, including the kids. Like, I don't, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, mama is mama, and mama does things with us because she's mama. And I want them to know that, like, nope, mama does other things, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I want to remind myself of that, too. I feel like. I've just been a little lost and trying to find my way back. Not necessarily back to who I was, because I'm not that person anymore, clearly. Um, but just trying to reestablish myself, I guess. And and that's taking some time and just a lot of deep thoughts, which I don't mind. It's just no one likes being in a situation where they're just like, who am I? What's happening? What's going on? Um, and so that's just where I am right now. Yeah. I guess my question would be, is there anything beyond like like anything within our control that could be done to I think there's stuff that. within my control I think and we'll talk about some of this later on but like I think it's just finding the right opportunities and being comfortable with certain things first um and waiting for certain things to line up before I can feel like I can pursue different things to help me feel like more than just a mom yeah yeah i mean that was that was my hope for for mother's day like it was more than a mother's day because it i think it is easy for you to fall into that identity especially with the kids yeah um demanding that of you most of the time and they should they're little and they're little <laughs> like there's not it's not on them at all you know. like they should that's i am their mom like they should want that and know of that for me, though, I need a separation at some point. Not a separation from, like, being a parent, but just a separation from, like, I, I guess being able to go from one identity or not even one identity, be able to go from one part of what makes me me to another part. And I feel like right now I'm just stuck in the one part, um, yeah. which isn't a bad thing, but it's nice to have other things. Yeah. <laughs> it just balances out life a lot better. Um, yeah. Kudos to you, uh, stay-at-home moms, because um, I cannot do that full-time all the time. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> that, is, that is definitely a job. It is. 100% a job. Yeah. Yes, full-time. It's not even 9 to 5, that's 24 hours. <laughs> well, do you think our news that we're about to share will help you? Yeah, and I said that... I'll touch on that a little later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it will. So, I won't ask for a drum roll. Well, no. How lame. the hell was your week? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you just went into that deep thing. And... So, you asked me no, how my week was. <laughs> See, this is, this is the thing. Like, I learned this when I stayed abroad a while back. And I mean a while back because it's been a while. But, like, apparently Americans will ask people how they're doing and don't really even care. <laughs> but I do care. I know, but you did the whole thing. <laughs> Because I got deep. You wanted me to just oh, tell you surface yeah, level yeah. stuff. Cause no, you... no. I just, that's what I was anticipating. <laughs> it's so. like a cultural thing here. It is, apparently. yeah. Well, you know, I got this going on and then. 
Oh. <laughs> like, oh, you're actually sharing? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Abort. Uh-huh. we got to get out of that situation. Uh, first, let's get into why we moved back to Central PA from Pittsburgh. Um, I, Did we not share that before? I... Th- I feel I like mean, there not were a everybody couple remembers of it. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. Um, I feel like there were a couple of things. Like one, the pandemic. Yeah. And then two, our moms being far from us during a pandemic. Yeah. Um, especially with my mom having a lot of health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we just, at least from my understanding, like we wanted to be near family. Yeah. With a baby on the way. I think that was yeah, the primary reason. That was reason. the main reason. Um, and so we scrambled. We did. Literally scrambled <laughs> to move before the baby came. Yep. Which is our oldest. But... Yeah. We scrambled and yeah. we made it back to. And we ended up in Pittsburgh because we had a job offer, mm-hmm. um, which I accepted. And that meant us relocating to Pittsburgh from Central PA. Um, which I thought was a good experience. I enjoyed Pittsburgh. Um, I have no no regrets there. No, I'm glad that we we took the time there. I think we both learned that we're more into the suburbs, but there were definitely aspects of Pittsburgh that I value and treasure, and I wouldn't have traded that experience for anything. Yeah, definitely. So culture, the convenience. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to do. Yeah. A lot to do. But yeah, we, we we did the Pittsburgh thing for nearly two years. And then we moved back. And our announcement is that we have decided basically to set roots here. We had mentioned moving elsewhere previously. Um, but I think we arrived at this decision definitely mutually and definitely after a lot of soul searching um, and I, I feel like it, it's not, you know, we talked about it's not like a permanent, permanent decision in the sense that we're not going to be here in the area for the next, like, Well, I would just say we won't be here for the rest of, of our lives. That's, I wouldn't put yeah. years on it, but we no, won't yeah. be here for the rest of our lives. We'll be here for now and we'll enjoy, make the best of the situation. Yeah. Um, for now. Um, so yeah, so setting some roots. For however long, mm-hmm. I guess, until life takes us elsewhere. Yeah. Which it probably will, but we just don't know when. We don't and know so when. Yeah, we don't we, want to. We're not going to put a timeline on yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I know that uh, I still have concerns about being in the area, um, but I'm curious what your thoughts are, if there's any concerns that you have that we'll have to work through um about i guess yeah about being in this location where we are in south yeah. PA. i mean i think your concerns are a bit more yours because you you lived elsewhere in this area for me my concerns are just like literally it's politically <laughs> like yeah. just making sure that like you know my like our kids and I'm like it's our kids will feel comfortable, you know, when they go off to school and and things yeah. like that. And then and then we feel comfortable when we just go out. Period. Right. I don't want to go to a store and be.
be called names. Like yeah. there's just different things that, you know, I that I'm hoping won't be an issue. It hasn't been a major issue. I think we had we talked about some microaggressions we've experienced mm-hmm. in the area, um, on a previous episode. Um but it, I I mean I haven't experienced anything that would like full on be like, no, we're getting out of here no. um but it's always going to be a concern right it's a more at least in my opinion certain areas of where we live are uh, definitely way more conservative than we will ever be yeah. um and that can be difficult sometimes especially when it comes to certain issues um that we would you know would be on the opposite end of in terms of what the majority might feel yeah. and so just kind of navigating that is a concern, but that has always been a concern because I've lived here for a very long time and I've always had to kind of navigate my progressive liberalness um, with a lot of the conservatism that exists here. Um, but now it's like a whole nother. The stakes are a lot higher. Because kids, yeah. When like when kids. you have kids, you want to make sure they feel comfortable and they feel safe and you can only control so many environments and so you can have all the progressive friends and safe spaces in the world but like you said the moment you go out and do a grocery store in a very red area or when they go off to school yeah Yeah. i don't care how many progressive safe people you have it doesn't matter because that's you know that's the makeup of the area yeah where a majority are having those views yeah that's that's my main concern and i know there's tons of people in similar situations because that's just the way that you know certain areas works and that's the way america is right now and so like i'm very aware that kind of almost like no matter where we would have gone we probably would be still having a similar conversation um so those different things that i think someone who is more liberal Um, more progressive and maybe even just of a different race different cultural background ethnic background might have or or basically the concerns that i have but i I feel like i probably would have that almost anywhere um so kind of just navigating that make sure that we live in an area that's not our current area (laughs) yeah um and that our kids have access to at least two good school options so Mm -hmm. that we can kind of make sure that they are going to the one that we're the most comfortable in and hopefully that they would feel comfortable in yeah i agree with that and i feel like that's pretty much what we can do and and all we can do is what most can do in our circumstances and that's just equip our kids to you know face whatever comes their way and to you know judge situations appropriately to tell us and be open and transparent with us when things do happen yeah um because we're there for them at the end of the day i feel like you know you would hope that most parents are there for their kids but when you're a mixed race couple and you have kids navigating their identities um it just it takes on a different sort of meaning i feel you know you have to be on the same page with that just my opinion yeah so what are some of your concerns well that's i mean that's oh were they the same oh, okay. I, I think we're, we're very in sync when it comes to their con- th- those those particular concerns i mean i'm 
somewhat worried about the quality of education that they're going to get versus how much it may cost us under a certain option. Yeah, but, but we both agree that there's public schools in the well, area that we're comfortable I, with where yeah. they would get a decent, um, like a decent education. It's not, yeah. it's not your, your, your school district. I understand it's okay. that. <laughs> but I agree. Like there's a, there, so there are, you, you never know at public schools. I feel like no. even the ratings, like you don't know, you'd have to look into like what makes up these ratings and yeah. why certain schools get this and why certain schools get that. But I think, and depending on like an area where we would live, definitely the quality of education would be a concern. Well, and it's even beyond that. Like, I'm talking about, you know, the diversity, too. Like, um, what what is the rating for a child who's <laughs> non-white versus a child who is white? Like, what would they say about their experience? You know, that's a concern of mine. Yeah, and that's very fair. I don't have anything additional to add there. I don't have that data, so... <laughs> I can tell you my experience going to a predominantly white yeah. school district, but, you know, that was how many years ago? I know the area has gotten a bit more diverse, so they might not be nowhere near as, I don't want to say bad, but there, you know, there were some instances where clearly there was a lot of microaggression happening and some of the teachers may have had some racism issues. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Like I said, that was several, several years ago, so I'm not sure where things are today. Um, I would hope that they're better. I would I hope. I still can't but, control I mean, that, though. We're pretty polarized as a nation, so yeah, that's the concern there. But, I mean, those two concerns are my main ones. You know, it's just what kind of educational experience are they going to have? And, you know, is there – can we make it as safe as possible? Yeah. for them basically. and i feel like that's a, something that most people with children who are thinking either about setting roots or relocating are thinking about because i feel like a lot of that has to do with education yeah like people will move or buy a home just purely for the right school district yeah. not for anything well it's else. competitive it's a competitive yeah. yeah 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 but i think to jump not back i guess we can still kind of weave this in but do you want to talk about like why other than because we talked about kind of like we made the decision but do we want to touch on a little bit as to why we decided to finally settle i feel like we briefly yeah i mean i think a lot of it has to do with the reasons that we moved back in the first place yeah. which is to be closer to family yeah you know particularly family who aren't doing the best health wise yeah. not having you know not knowing what that situation is going to look like several months from now several years from now yeah. you know we're we're basically the ones who are you know have to be there for for those individuals uh and i say individuals because i i think it's you know gonna end up being multiple family members to be there for and you know we want our kids to be able to be with their grandparents yeah and make memories yeah. you know but but what are your some of your I agree. It was mainly just it was family and me personally wanting to slow down. Um, yeah. We've been moving at a speed that like I feel like I can no longer maintain. Yeah. Um, and so it was important for me and just my mental health and well-being um, that we just slow down, just take a breathe, breather, and 
take a deep, deep breath and kind of focus on the now. Um, and that was very important to me because I could just feel it. And when I can start feeling it, that means like it's, it's time to, <laughs> Yeah. It's time to sit and talk. It's, it's getting to be quite a bit much, and and like everything, I feel like trying to watch a market for a place that we don't even live in and have no one to like kind of connect with to like help us. It was just a lot, um, and then also like you said with family, and then like our kids have developed very close relationships, and I couldn't imagine ripping them away from that when that was like you said the whole reason why we came back in the first place yeah particularly Um, with family yeah i mean they're they're young enough now that they don't really have close close friends but you know they've formed strong bonds with their grandparents and exactly that's important um you know i wouldn't want to take them away from that uh you know at least at this time and you know especially when when health is is an issue and um you don't know how much time you're gonna have and and i know that as well as anyone so, yeah definitely you know i think that's important and uh I, I want them to be able to have lasting memories with their grandparents and that wouldn't have happened if we had gone out of state i don't think i don't think so no yeah um so how do we plan on dealing with some of our concerns about education, political issues? I mean, <laughs> like I said, I think a lot is going to come down to just equipping our kids yeah. to handle anything that comes their way, to be as united a front as possible as parents, which we already do a pretty good job of, uh, I feel at least. Um, I mean, we can we can throw our hats into the ring and get involved whether that looks like PTA related things or school board related things we can definitely do that I just know that that's a frustrating road to go down at times uh, but you know we can certainly do that as well and, and we can set an example by navigating the issues that come up and doing our part to contribute to the community in positive ways I think yeah i mean that would be my main thing um i was quite involved in the area and up until the point that we moved to pittsburgh and even once we got to pittsburgh i was i feel like i was fairly involved there too you were um -hmm. and then you know the thing that happened that we all know about because we all went through (laughs) um i kind of pulled back on a lot of involvement and engagement with the community and now that i feel like now that I know where we're going to be, I feel like I can kind of do that again. Like I can start getting involved again with the community because I do feel like doing that will, like you said, provide an example to them on like, I guess, how to just still engage with your community, even if you don't share the same views, because yeah. you have to learn how to live together. You do. Yeah. Um, and so I want them to see that we can still very much be a community even if our opinions differ i just want them to see that you have to get out and you have to try and you have to talk to people and you have to do things and so in order for that to happen i feel like we have to do that so i'm hoping to lead by example um so that they know so that they are able to gather the tools that they need to do it as well and of course i'll probably drag them along for like volunteering and stuff when it's appropriate but 
like you said, also, I don't know about school board, but <laughs> PTA yeah. and all of that, like just trying to be involved as much as possible um, within our limits, of course, and our means, mm-hmm. um, just so that we can say that we at least tried if something, you know, does come up that isn't favorable, say that we at least tried to make a positive change or tried to do something for the community. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. And, you know, I I hope that you and I can do some volunteer work together and then have separate things we do as well so that, you know, the kids could see us doing our own thing, but also working together as a unit so they have, you know, healthy perspectives about balance as well. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think those are all solid approaches um i i think we'll probably hope for the best uh but expect anything when it comes to uh whomever we deal with in the community yeah yeah and there's positive ways to deal with differing views and yeah situations that you know you shouldn't have to go through but you're going through it um so hopefully we remember that and not act out of (laughs) I'll try not to act a fool. You you hold me accountable. Yeah, we try not to act a fool out there, which, you know, I think sometimes when people come up to you and say things that are disrespectful or rude or ignorant, that can kind of happen. It's kind of hard to save face when (laughs) when that happens. But, of course, now that we're we're parents and stuff, and even before, like, we want to do our best to deal with it in a a way that doesn't involve screaming. Yeah. So... (laughs) So what would you say you've learned about yourself since we returned to South Central PA? It's been, what, almost three years ago? Yeah. yeah. Well, again, the situation, I feel like the first couple of years, I don't know if that fully counts because wow. we haven't really had a chance to fully, like, I feel like this year, well, last year, I guess, or the, towards the end of last year, it was like the first time we actually fully started doing a lot more, like, we just started doing things again to the point that we feel somewhat normal. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like having yeah. babies back to back like that, we pretty much were like limiting as much as possible just to keep them like healthy. Yeah. Um, so now that we are kind of doing a lot more out and about, um, well, what was the question? <laughs> what, what you've learned, <laughs> what we've learned about ourselves since oh, moving back. Yeah. To um, I, I've learned that I can, I can go with the flow i adapt really well to my situation yeah um i feel like when we when i moved here the first time as a teenager with my mom i adapted as well as i could and you know was able to make friends and you know kind of carry on and then moving you know living abroad for a little bit and then moving to pittsburgh and like moving back i feel like i in all of the situations i was able to adapt fairly well and and continue on doing things that i like to do without much much hassle so I mean that's something I learned about me which I think can be a good skill Mm -hmm. um I also we briefly just talked about this but I also learned that I do like to be involved and so I would say that the past two years have been a little rough for me not being able to do that and so slowly getting back out there is something that I'm very much looking forward to yeah yeah do you have groups or events in mind I do. We already missed some of them, but there's always next year. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm sure there are not all. I mean, summer's just beginning. Yeah, there's a few that happen in the spring though that I was aware of, but it just life sometimes hits you and you don't like you can't 
it's just hard to make time for things sometimes. Um, but I'm gonna try to be more mindful and more ahead of it this time so that when there is something that I want to volunteer for or just do like there's events that happen that you know I would want to do like I wanted to do the race against racism Mm -hmm. and then like life happened so that didn't happen but there's other things that happen in the community that I'm hoping to do and take the kids to and stuff so yeah yeah so yeah I learned that I can I can deal with situations (laughs) that's basically what I'm getting at I can adapt and and kind of carry on um which has I think been helpful for our family yeah yeah I think so and I think it's something that's going to continue to help you oh, know yeah. day in and day out as well um and what did you what did you learn uh a few things um I learned that I do like the suburbs oh yeah because oh, they're uh <laughs> kind of a perfect balance between like having a place to roam and having something things to some sort of things to do well i I meant like a backyard once we actually oh yeah because we set we're setting down roots but we're we're planning still on you know some kind of a yard at some point oh yeah i think we would 100 percent want to have a house Yeah. yeah yeah that's still very much part of the plan and and you know having that I guess growing up in the suburbs, you wonder about the city, you know, and being in the city, I liked the things to do. I liked the food, um, but I did not like the pace. And I think, I think I tried to keep that pace here. Yeah. Which, which makes was no detrimental. Sense. Yeah. That and, was so hard on you. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm someone who just likes that way of living. So I learned that. Um, I learned that I can be a solid parent um, because when we got here, you were still pregnant with our oldest. Um, and I, I, I always figured... I was taking names. <laughs> yes, and mine was at the top of the list. Um, I always wanted to be a dad and... I hope to be the best dad I could possibly be. Um, I'm proud of myself for the job that I've done so far. I mean, there's still obviously a long journey ahead, but I've been able to handle a lot of situations that I never thought I'd be able to handle. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of that was, you know, thanks to your support, but... um, I'm, I'm proud of the work that I've put in as a dad and, um, you know, even though I've still got a long way to go as a husband too, I feel like I try to think of you as often as I can. Um, so, cause I know you think of us, me and the kids as often as you can. Um, so there's that too, but, um, I learned those two things. And as we talked about in the mental health episode last week, uh, which is still streaming under season one, if you want to check it out, um, that I'm bipolar as well. So navigating that has been a challenge at times um, for everybody. But um, I'm also proud of the way that I've stuck with, you know, everything I've needed to do for that, too. 
So those are the three main things I've learned, which have been pretty huge things. Um, and yeah, I guess if I wanted to add one more, it's that I don't care what other people think much anymore since having kids. Not as much anyway. So. I learned that I way, way much more prefer parking lots over on street parking. That on street parking <laughs> was so bad. People I... would set their lawn chairs out there to try what to save What about Pittsburgh? Spots. Why y'all do that? Listen, if you put a lawn chair, people will put a lawn chair in front of our house. Because yeah. we had a house in Pittsburgh. And yeah. I was just like, um, excuse Town me. Home. We we live we live here. We live place. here. Move your lawn chair. Yep. Move your lawn chair. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I seriously, I learned how to parallel park without hesitation in Pittsburgh. And for that, I thank to. you, Pittsburgh. It's a survival Because I used to avoid it at all costs. Now I'll do it and don't even care. But oh, <laughs> you, you can't survive in Pittsburgh if you cannot get that car in between those two cars. Like, yeah. You're just, you're not going anywhere. Nope. Um, but from that experience, I learned how much I like parking lots. So, or at least a parking garage for that matter. Yeah, well, I hate parking garages because of my experience in Tallahassee, where every parking garage is a fight for a spot. But uh, see, I've never had an issue getting a spot oh, in a parking so garage. So bad. In Tallahassee. I'm also an early riser, so yeah, I'd get lucky. And usually, there's always a spot, but that would suck if yeah. we had to fight for one. It's awful. <laughs> Drive up to the rooftop, nothing there. I never. No, I will go back down. I'm not parking the roof. Are you kidding me? The whole point is for my car to be covered. I'm not Listen, going on the rooftop. In Tallahassee, if you could get a spot anywhere, <laughs> you got it. And that's the thing. Oh. It's awful. Oi. Well, what advice would you have for couples considering <laughs> setting down roots? I only laugh because we're still trying to navigate it. Well, um, I think just come have to the decision. I guess. Be honest with each other because yes. I had been feeling this way for a while and had not told you. And yes. kind of, I was just kind of going with the flow yeah. until I just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And I feel like I could have avoided all of that stress yeah. if I just would have told you how I was feeling earlier. Um, and, yeah. you know, it worked out because you had similar thoughts and feelings too. I did. Which, again, you probably would have came to a conclusion earlier yeah. <laughs> if I would have just said something. Um, so just really make sure that you both are happy where you are. Yeah. Um, and if you're by yourself and you're just trying to figure it out, just weigh like are you truly happy yeah um of course you can't do anything outside of your means if you can't leave then you know find a way to make the best of your situation until you can leave um but if it's not a bad situation and there's no reason for you to incur all those expenses then what why do it like talk to yourself like why do you want to do that then um and i feel like we had to do that we had to <laughs> chat with ourselves mm -hmm. um to figure out like you know why do all that when we would be ripping family members away from each other? Like, it would just create a lot of like the grass. Mess. <laughs> the grass is always greener, you know. Yeah. And we haven't been unhappy here. No. Um, and I actually don't think I ever have. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to see what else was out there, and we got to do that. So I feel like I fulfilled that a bit. Now I won't say I won't get that same feeling again, you know, years from now I probably will. And I probably will too. Um, you know, and then we can navigate that when the time comes, but Exactly. For now, you know, it just, just open honest communication with each other about your living situations and how you feel. Um if, you know, if you don't feel good, figure out what your options are. 
Yeah, and talk to, if you have a partner, talk to your partner. If you don't have a partner, talk to yourself because you have, I've found that you have more control over your lives than you think you do. You do, yeah. And also, too, like, if it's an area where you live and you don't feel good, sometimes it's just the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, Because I've, I've lived in many different places. Well, not, well, yeah, I guess I have. I lived in yeah. many different places and... Um, just within like South Central PA, like I notice that I'm more comfortable in certain neighborhoods than I am in others. Mm-hmm. I live in one of those others, yeah. <laughs> but I don't have to. So like kind of just like knowing that you can leave maybe just the neighborhood and you would feel infinitely better. Yeah. And I feel like that, that's where we're what at. we realize. Like if we just leave the neighborhood, then we probably would feel a lot better. So, yeah. <laughs> which so I think is making, very true. <laughs> making plans to do that. Yeah. And we're on the same page with it. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I feel like that's all we can give at this current moment, right? Because we're currently in the process and we'll keep you all updated with like what that's like. Because you said we will most likely have a move at some point here to a whole nother neighborhood, Mm -hmm. um, which is going to involve a whole lot of other things and updates. So so we'll definitely continue to kind of share how setting roots is going, um, just because I feel like it is a... It is a... Uh, it's a marathon. Yeah, it's a, it's a journey. <laughs> it doesn't just happen overnight. So we will definitely share it and keep you all updated. And then oh. maybe through those updates, we'll have more advice. But I feel like right now, it's just have that conversation. Yeah. Rather and with someone the, else or, your, or yourself. That's the hardest step, I think, though, a lot of times. is yeah. Because once that's out there... And you're able to arrive at a point where you're on the same page. Then everything else kind of proceeds from there. Um, But I know everyone has been waiting probably for the toddler quote of the week. (laughs) Uh, And uh, this one, uh, a little bit of context. Our oldest just finished up his first session of soccer. um, And uh, adored, to put it mildly... His coach um so <laughs> so you asked him uh you know who was at your last session of soccer buddy and he goes coach was at soccer and, <laughs> and then you go okay well that's great buddy but uh, who else was at soccer and he pauses for a second he goes coach was at soccer <laughs> oblivious to every other child every other adult very much into his coach yes yes i believe coach asked him at his like second to last session if he was happy that all the other kids were there because he went on a day where like it was raining so no one else showed up yeah and so the next day everyone showed up and he was just she's like you have people you have people or you have other kids here this time and he goes no (laughs) (laughs) honest child right there he wanted more one-on-one time, I guess. He did. Another private lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that is our season two premiere. Thank you all for listening. We've got an exciting season yet to come. Follow us on the gram at Mike in Bed as well as LinkedIn. And we will see you next time. Have a great week, everybody. Take care.